Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm Yostan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what do we get into today? Today we played Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the Movie for Sega Genesis. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the Movie is the story of one of four games based on a major motion picture that was based on an American television series that was based on a Japanese television franchise (laughs) that was part of a larger Japanese entertainment meta-series. And if that sounds confusing, then you probably can forget about trying to understand the plot of this game. Yeah. That's a rabbit hole yeah. right there. Well, there's a lot there. There's a lot of there's layers lot. to this game. You're not just picking up a video game. You're picking up a whole history. A whole <laughs> just giant onion. Yeah, I'm getting um I'm getting vibes of the Sonic the Hedgehog psychology uh layers to this particular intro. This one's pretty straightforward. It's just the the fact that Power Rangers it's not what it seems on the surface. No, it's now for a game called Power Rangers the Movie. You yeah. would think it would be about Power Rangers the Movie. Now, I could see why you might make that assumption. And you'd be right that <laughs> about half of the game maybe takes place in the same yeah. world as Power Rangers the Movie. But they were like, what if, Dan? What if we just, you know, every couple levels threw in a flashback to a random TV episode <laughs> and just... Totally forgot about the plot line of the movie for a while. It's like, what if this Power Rangers the movie game was just the greatest hits of the TV show? That was with the, that movie. was the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, I don't know. You know, you gotta find. I don't. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> we're right in the, okay. At one point, you're right in the thick of the plot of Power Rangers the movie. Yeah, and then it's like. Oh, remember that time? And it does a little like wavy flashback <laughs> thing. And then there's a cutscene graphic where it brings up and it's like Bulk and Skull were up to some shenanigans and a baby carriage was rolling down the street and <laughs> and the Power Rangers chased after it. And then that was the setup for the next level was you ran yeah. into some aliens or something. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what was happening. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Now, at this point, you might be saying to yourself, didn't they cover Power Rangers the movie on the podcast? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yes and no. We have a bit of an Aladdin situation here. Well, it's uh, even more complicated than that because right. Power Rangers the movie, the game for Super Nintendo was actually the very first game yeah. that we ever sat down and played for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we were like, we're not releasing this. This was just this was for for private ears only. <laughs> and then we got into a situation a year or two ago where it was like we we I don't know what happened. Your crazy summer schedule. My crazy summer schedule happened and we needed an extra episode to release. And so yeah. you can go back and find episode zero, Power Rangers the movie, the game for Super Nintendo. And it's out there. It exists. The yeah. first thing we ever recorded together. And that game is not the same as this game. No, it's just one of four Power Rangers movie video games that came yeah. out and they all seem to be pretty dang different. So the Game Boy Color or Game Boy version, which has like Super Game Boy programming or something, sounds like it's similar to the Super Nintendo version, which is like, uh, it's it's not a beat em up in a traditional sense where you're walking vertically, but it has like 
lanes where you can switch from the top lane to the bottom lane and you're just kind of like punching guys it's quote unquote an action game i think according to wikipedia easily mistaken for a beat-em-up game though yeah, right well no i mean depends it depends dan seems to think that free-flowing motion in a vertical plane is a keystone of uh beat-em-up games and i'm, I'm not sure that 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 disqualifies uh, Power Rangers the movie on Super Nintendo from being a beat 'em up game. It's basically a beat 'em up game in every other aspect. I don't know. Whatever. It's 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 semantics, I guess. You know. I know. Uh, the Game Gear version of Power Rangers the movie is a fighting game. Oh, just not, a straight up fighting game. Not to be confused with the Super Nintendo game Power Rangers the Fighting Edition, which is also a fighting game. And there's a brand new, not brand new at this point, but a newer Power Rangers fighting grid called like, I called it fighting grid. It's called yeah. like Battle for the Grid. Yes. Battle Something for like the that. Grid. Yes. So man, so many Power Rangers games. And then the original Sega Genesis version of Power Rangers is also a fighting game. But the original version of Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo game is like a side-scrolling quote-unquote action game. Okay. So... <laughs> There's a lot, like I said, layers, people. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting the way that they were just like, let's call this the same title as all of these other games. Let's just do whatever we want with this whole thing. Like, should we should we maybe put the story from the movie in it? Maybe. Maybe nah, maybe not though. We'll, <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. You guys want to do something else today? All right. Well, let's make a flashback level. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyways, uh, getting into some, some fun facts, which there weren't a lot of fun facts here, Jordan. This is a, like a classic, I think we, we were playing, uh, it might've been a Disney game or something to where there's just like, oh, there's not a lot here on the Wikipedia page. It's like, oh, the game was made by these people and it came out this time. It's something with licensed game games. You don't get like as much depth in the Wikipedia pages for some reason. Yeah. So I did see that. I don't think you probably have this fun fact because you probably don't care about the box office returns of Power Rangers the movie, but it made $66 million on a budget of $15 million. That's not bad. No. that's. I mean, Power Rangers was big. I mean, I said this to you, I think, when we were playing where it's like Power Rangers, at least the first two seasons of Power Rangers when it was kind of at its fever pitch, I feel like it kind of could go toe-to-toe at Ninja Turtles or with Ninja Turtles, where the legacy of Power Rangers I don't think is nearly as good as Ninja Turtles. But I think at both of the heights of their popularity, I think that they were kind of neck and neck in popularity. So I just did a quick Google. The 1990 uh, Ninja Turtles movie made $202 million. Goodness. That's a lot. Okay, well, I'm just wrong then. Which is fine. It's not the first. Well, time. this is like the weird thing, though, is like how there there's so much Power Rangers. Like it's still going. They're still making like seasons of Power Rangers, and they're still making video games. And a, a movie came out a few years ago that wasn't even that bad. It was it was okay. I saw that they're gonna like reboot it again, of course, and like try to cross it over with GI Joe and sure, Transformers. Like put them all in the same world. Why wouldn't you? Hasbro owns them, so we're just gonna have a big. Yeah. They do that with comic books all the time. Just like let's Batman Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but the thing is, like, Transformers can't exist in the same world as Power Rangers because says you. Like you have like these big slow moving Zords, and then you're gonna put in like crazy fast moving Transformers. It's not gonna work, Dan. Okay, I mean, whatever. Anyway, 
Anyways. It made it made some money. Tell me your fun facts. Uh, this game, okay, we already talked about like the eight thousand versions of it, but this game, uh, the Genesis version, developed by Sims, which was a developer that I've never heard of, and Bam Presto, and uh, this one was published by Sega. Um, the North American release was July of nineteen ninety five, and the uh, the European release was uh, December eighth of nineteen ninety five. All right, so a little spread out, but. You know, nothing like uh, buying a game for a movie that came out a couple of years ago. <laughs> well, no, it, was, it came out about the same time. I don't, I don't even know. I think it came out in 1995. I don't know. Probably before. You're right. It came out. Whatever, it came out in June 30th, 1995. Never mind. I thought it came out yeah. earlier than that. Yeah. Get out of here, Jordan. And now another thing you might be saying to yourself is like, why, why Power Rangers? Yeah. The movie. You guys did this, right? And we already said it's a different game, but. It's also this month, Jordan. Worth it or worthless is turning three. We're turning three. We're turning three. We're a toddler now. So we're... So- <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we're tripping and falling, you know, but we're starting to get our legs underneath us. Yeah, we're pat- so we're through the terrible twos. <laughs> we're going to stop crying and whining about everything. And now that. we're super into dinosaurs, okay? <laughs> you guys just can't have to live with it. Oh, we're only man. covering dinosaur games for the next year because we're three-year-olds. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a fun challenge? <laughs> Color a dinosaur. Yo, oh, no. We're bringing that back? <laughs> can't. <laughs> I can't think of any others. <laughs> That that's perfect because you know we came up we love having we love our our stupid puns for, yeah for the our monthly thing you love your stupid puns <laughs> I, I haven't had my hand in any of these so it's like we just did Jalami like what do you where do you go from Jalami you can only go up you can only go up it can't get worse <laughs> so this month it's it's our anniversary. Augiversary because it's, it's a, August yeah. and we're turning three. Or to some people, it's our anniversagist. Anniversagist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there this, you have it. This month is going to be filled with things that are adjacent to uh, worth it or worthless things. Yeah. Um, so the first episode zero was Power Rangers the movie for Super Nintendo. So I figured let's do Power Rangers the movie for Genesis. Yeah. For our first Augiversary episode. So that's how we got here. All right, I can yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so um, that that's why that, yeah, no more fun facts. I'm out of fun facts. That like, that was, was the, that, <laughs> all right, now the, I'm just rambling about the fun portion of the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> Put on your disappointment pants. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. If you like this game, put on your disappointment pants. If you've ever heard of this game, I would be shocked. What? This is not. This is a game that people know about. Uh, Power Rangers is a game. Is, Power Rangers is a franchise. Yes, it is. Um, people do know about Power Rangers. Yes. Uh, so I would assume there are at least three people out there who have played this one. <laughs> I I was gonna say I like. Um, I was looking trying to find random facts. I think it was IGN or some random website. I was trying to find some like trivia or something yeah. for this, and it listed that there were. Um, zero people currently playing this game of like they have profiles on their website there were seven people who had listed it as played yeah. and three people who had it as their favorites oh okay so that's, you know that's big numbers there are, there are some there's some people out there <laughs> well to be fair it's only an hour long yeah. you're not really currently playing this no. for more than an hour every yeah if you're so currently off. like currently a week or two deep into playing this game <laughs> You might want to reevaluate your priorities, but you know, you do you. 
going for that world record speed run of Power Rangers, the movie for Genesis. I, you know, maybe they're just leaving it on in the background yeah. to listen to the, the oh, soundtrack. Yeah, probably. This is the sound test. <laughs> the sound test, yeah. All right. All right, let's get uh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into what the game does well. stands out most about this game is the fact that there are six characters and they each are unique. They each okay. have their own sprites. Yeah. You know, they're definitely built on the same basic um, like body shape, yeah. but they do have different helmets and different outfits and they each have their own unique power-up move. Yeah. Which is, you know, surprising for the time. You know, obviously you would expect that today, but you didn't always get that back in the 16-bit era. Now, I also have that the Power Rangers all have different charge attacks under what the game does well. But I'm feeling a sense of like, you're like, you didn't always get that. But it's like, well, last episode, you're like, guns are upgradable. Like, that should be a bare minimum thing. It should be. So it's like, well, shouldn't that be a thing? Like, individual charge attacks? Oh, it should. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if we're talking about... It should, for sure. If we're talking about, like, by today's standards... Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. Dan, if we're going by today's standards... (laughs) Fair enough. I don't have much to say. Oh, no, okay. Okay, well... I would still have some things to say, but not not much. (laughs) By today's standards, this game strikes me uh, a lot like the most recent Power Rangers beat-em-up that I played a few years back. I can't remember the title of it. It's a PS4 game, but it was also a very... um, How do I say this without jumping ahead too much? It was a very... um, No-frills Power Rangers beat-em-up. Yeah. You know what's funny is I, when I was younger was walking through my neighborhood one day and it was in the spring or like, you know, what we call spring in Michigan where like it had recently snowed and then melted. And I found a Game Boy Advance cartridge laying in a melting snowbank. Yeah. And since it had been in the snow, the the label had peeled off. So I had no clue. What game is this? I don't know. So I took it home and I put it into my Game Boy Advance and lo and behold, it was a Power Rangers game. Really? Yeah. And there were dinosaurs in it, I believe. Okay, there's I'm pretty usually sure dinosaurs, there were dinosaurs in it. And um, I had some fond memories. Like, I actually played that game for a while. I think that I probably played that game more than I would have probably played this one had I found it. Certainly because I, <laughs> I didn't own a Sega Genesis ever as a kid, so I would have yeah. had no way of playing it. But... Um, yeah, there was a little bit more depth to that random Game Boy Advance game that I found <laughs> tossed in the the flotsam of my neighborhood. Yeah, uh, I have a similar story, which is, uh, so I think in the parking lot of a grocery store or something as a child, we found a copy of Streets of Rage 2 for the Game Gear. Really? Yeah. And uh, I didn't have a Game Gear at the time, but I got one eventually. And so that- You held on to it that I'd long. I still have it to wow. this day. Um, but that game actually is <laughs> worth playing. <laughs> <laughs> also a beat em up, probably better than Power Rangers the movie. But it's yeah. a Streets of Rage game. What are you gonna do? 
Streets of Rangers. Streets of Rangers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jordan, I have the Zord levels. Yeah. Under what this game does well. Same. Now, so the standard gameplay, you pick a Power Ranger, walk to the right, beat up some putties or beat up some ooze men, and then you're done. And then it hits you with these like, oh, you know, in the in the show, you know, you always had Rita going, make my monster grow. And she'd like throw her staff and the monster would blow up. Big. Yeah. And then Zords, you know, they get the Zords. We got to do the, the, the thing, you know, Power Rangers. And then this game was like, we're doing Zords. We're doing Zords, which I don't think the Super Nintendo version had Zords. No, I don't think so. But that's fine. No, I'm just saying, like, that's a that's a plus one for this version. Yeah. Zords. For sure. And it's not like the gameplay changes up that much. You're basically Zords fighting a boss, but it was like, oh, this is this is something different to look at. So this is the thing. When I was a kid, I had no clue that the Zord fights were just dudes in costumes yeah. beating up Neither people wearing monster costumes. Yeah. It was like, this is amazing. How did they yeah. get these giant animatronic creatures to fight each other? And it's a kind of similar thing uh, in the video game where it's like, I don't know why. <laughs> How did they get these giant no, animatronic creatures like, to fight each other? It, the sprites are basically the same size as your normal Power Ranger, just a little bit yeah. bulkier. And then they just make the background like have really small buildings. Yeah. And you're basically doing the exact same thing you're doing in the rest of the game. Just like in the show, it's just guys fighting each other in costumes. Yeah. This is just different sprites fighting each other but for some reason it feels different and cool and i like that they put the zords in here and not just that they put like a megazord you got four different zords you got a megazord a thunder lion cat <laughs> thing some sort of i don't know falcon zord falcon zord where you're flying around and you got totally the ninja megazord yeah. the laws of fig- physics you're a Physi- big physics fig- you're de- <laughs> you're defying the law of fig newtons and you then you have a ninja zord. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I like not only did they program six unique characters, but then they programmed four unique zords. That's yeah. ten playable characters in a Genesis game, which is surprising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that might be more playable characters than you get in Streets of Rage Four, which is a brand new modern. Has way more depth, obviously. I think there's like five like main characters and three retro characters in Streets of Rage yeah. 4. So. so, I mean, props to them for getting 10 yeah. different playable characters into the game, even if yeah. they are mostly palette swaps. Now, you said you thought, like, how did they get these giant animatronics to fight as a kid? Yeah. The stupid thing that I thought as a kid was, how do they change into their suits so fast? What do you mean? When they It's morphing time. I didn't realize, like... How oh, TV shows are shot. I thought you. they were changing into those outfits really quickly. You thought it was a live show. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember when I was a kid watching commercials and I thought I thought that all TV was live, even the commercials. I'm like, <laughs> these kids in this commercial, they have to just always be there all day to act in this commercial. <laughs> and I just remember being like being sad for them. It's so weird the things you don't understand as a child. Yeah. Like I appreciate Char- uh, Power Rangers more as an adult. For seeing all of its like silliness, guys in suits and all that stuff, and yeah. the dubbing, like it's it's hilarious to me now. But I really liked it as a kid, and I didn't realize how terrible it actually was. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's basically just childhood is like thinking that things are awesome and not realizing how terrible they are. It's the same yeah. reason why you know you can buy a kid a bunch of fancy toys and they're going to be more excited about the box. Yeah, they're going to play with more at the box yeah. because you just have lower standards when you're a kid. Right. <laughs> Uh, Dan, you want to know something that I liked about the game that actually does still hold up today? Uh, 
Hit me with it. All right, here it is. I thought that the controls felt surprisingly good. They're okay. very simple, obviously. You only yeah. have three buttons, but I felt like they were very responsive and you could move around quickly and I could do what I wanted to do, which is not always the case. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. It's like there's, I wish there was a little more depth, like something in like Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah. Two, like you really see that, like you can grab a guy, flip over the guy, and then like skate can run and like street something like streets of rage has a lot more interesting i think controls agreed um, this is definitely not the most basic beat-em-up game you no. do have some depth to it where you can do a charge attack and yeah. you have a special attack and you have jump attacks but i mean that's that's basically it yeah but i don't think the game felt bad i think it's it's responsive and you can kind of do what you want to do i just yeah i wish there was a little more more to it. It does have dabble, double tap to run, yes. which is great and should be in every beat em up game. That's true. That's true. That's that's a science fact. Well, Dan, that's my list. <laughs> I got one more thing for you, Jordan. Uh, the story goes a lot deeper than you might expect. Okay. You're going <laughs> to. You better sell this. I have. I don't know about that. So we beat the first level or whatever. The first level opens up and it's like, I have a news. Here's the history. He's terrible. He's been around forever. They tricked him. 6,000 years. They, some weird, a bunch of stuff captured him. Great. End of level one. It goes into this whole like plot about how the, the power Rangers lost their powers. Like I have a news, like attacked the, Technodrome of the Power Rangers, whatever it's called. Yeah. And, and Zordon was the guy, his chamber got broken, and Alpha 5 sent the Rangers to planet Phoebus and Ninja Zord. And like <laughs> these cutscenes keep unfolding. Kept going. And, and you're going. like, I was expecting this to be like two, you know, they're just like pictures with text. Yeah. But. <laughs> just like kept going and going and going and this happens like multiple times in the yeah. game where you're the, just like they're really going in on the story in this power rangers game the interesting thing is that first cutscene between the first and second level you get all of this progression and character development and like some pretty interesting things like they get their new ninja costumes and they get some new power yeah. set yeah but later in the game we're talking about like oh they they shoehorned in these random TV episode levels yeah. <laughs> that have nothing to do with the plot. Why not just let us play the part where they go into space and get the new ninja costumes and ninja zords and ninja outfit? <laughs> like why why did we not play that and instead, you know, get rid no. of some of the extra stuff you didn't need later in the game? Don't get too far ahead, Jordan. I'm not. I'm just I'm saying just like saying the cut you're trying to sell the deep. depth of the cutscenes and the story and I'm like yeah, but some of that could have been gameplay. Sure, yes, it could have been, but I was just surprised at the. That was one of the things that can easily be phoned in on oh, yeah. like a licensed game. Like, I don't know. Oh, and then Aladdin met Princess Jasmine, and now they're running through the streets of the Agrabah market or whatever. They could have phoned it in, but I was surprised that they didn't phone in the story and they really went in depth <laughs> on these story cutscenes on this game. You do get a. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm of two minds on this. So maybe this is a you're good, mad about point. the speedboat because like you texted me earlier when I told you this is what we're playing. You're like speedboat. I was like, actually no, to beat him up. It's not okay, the same game. So this is the thing, people. When we played the Super Nintendo version, it features one of the greatest cutscenes of all time. You're going full speed in a speedboat. You <laughs> okay. smash into a rock and and it launches the Power Rangers into the air and they do some flips and they land on an aircraft carrier and boom, they're into battle. It's phenomenal. It, it should have won an Oscar. Okay. This is the thing, though. They don't even have that. I don't even know if that's in the movie. It wasn't in this game. It's not a thing. They made it up. They do have some cutscenes in this game, which I I like that. I would way rather have cutscenes than not have cutscenes. Um, some of them rely a little bit too much on static images with text, but you do have some nice animated cutscenes, especially the ending. You get a nice little battle between the Megazord and Ivan Ooze's Megazord. Which I appreciate. I like that it's like, okay, here it is. We're at the the climax of the game. Um, But there's some strange thing that happens in this game where you never actually defeat any of the bosses. (laughs) You get them down to about 10% of their health bar and they run away. It's like Pokemon. They faint. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. I see what they're doing. They're going to bring them all back for some sort of boss gauntlet at the end. And we'll have to fight them all. And so, you know, it's kind of weird when you do a boss gauntlet when you obviously defeated the bosses. So maybe they're just letting them keep some health. You get to the very final boss. Same thing happens. You defeat Ivan Ooze when he's got like 10% of his health bar left. And then he flies into space. And you're like, oh, okay. It's because they're going to give us this cutscene. And you're like fighting him in space. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, with no explanation at all, a giant pink Kamehameha comes onto screen (laughs) and kills him. And then the credits roll. And you're like, wait, what just happened? There's like this weird thing in this game where you're not allowed to kill any bosses and then they like try to play cutscenes, but then sometimes the cutscenes don't make any sense. So I, I appreciate that we have them. I'm a little bit upset that we didn't get the speedboat and I'm a little bit confused by the final cutscene, but you know, some cutscenes are better than none. I think in the movie he gets hit by a meteor or something in space. I think the movie ends in space. Yeah, okay. So I think it was a nod to the movie. They brought it full circle. Power Rangers the movie. Power Rangers, the movie for level two. Uh, Random episodes of Power Rangers. Random episodes of Power Rangers. Random episodes of Power Rangers. Power Rangers, the movie. Back to it. To close this thing out. And then, okay. (laughs) All right. If it was a meteor or a comet, they should have pulled, like, um, what is the move from Final Fantasy VII? The Sephiroth. Yeah, his like uh, we're Nova. Big, we're big Final Fantasy fans. Huge here at Final Fantasy Seven fan. If you've ever listened to that episode, if you uh, haven't listened to that, One Winged Angel, I believe is the name of no, that move. No, it's called like Supernova or something. That sounds. About I needed right. that. I wanted to. I need to see if it's a comet or a meteor. I want to see it coming you through the solar system and then blasting. Math equations as well, or no? <laughs> <laughs> With like a confused. Uh, Julia Roberts. What is that gif? <laughs> you know the right. gif I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. It's not Julia Roberts. I think it's the lady from yeah. uh, Jurassic Park. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm glad we have the cutscenes, but I, they could have executed them a little bit better. Sure, why not? All right, Dan, anything else for what the game did well? <laughs> no. Okay, let's move to what it didn't do so well. Dan, this game has, and I'm not, 
didn't I know where we're I'm going. not exaggerating here, people. You're gonna You're gonna hear it right now. This game legitimately has some of, if not the worst chip tune I have ever heard in my life. It goes on forever with these droning two-note riffs. It's like we're just gonna go back and forth. You get two notes for about 30 seconds, just this random riff, and then eventually the melody does come in. You know, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song has a sweet guitar solo. Yeah. Good luck hearing it because we're gonna just crank the rhythm section. It's like a disgruntled bass player wrote this uh, soundtrack. I have no idea what they were thinking. They were trying to like emulate a terrible like MIDI guitar where it's like. It's like what but is for like this? four times longer than that before the actual <laughs> melody comes in, and for some absolutely unexplainable, inexplicable reason, that is the sample that they use for all of the cutscenes, yeah. for the little stage title cards, for the level, um, the character select screen, and so. You're always getting that one little intro part and never getting to the best part of the song. It's only in the final credits, if you sit there long enough, that you actually get to hear the cool part of that song. (laughs) The final credits? You're talking about the power is on? Oh, yeah. And for some reason, (laughs) again, who knows why, uh, in the background of the credits, there's a giant graphic that says the power is on. And that's not even the first time you see it. You see it at the end of like the first level. It pops up and says the power is does on. It? And you're like, what does this mean? The power is on. We need a hero. Um, <laughs> yes, the music, uh, I think, Jordan, this and we could I could be wrong about this. This might be me going out on a limb a little bit. I think the podcast hit a new low as far as the music goes today. <laughs> now, this didn't give me a headache or make me like question my ability to like understand a musical phrase like Streets of Rage 3 did. Well, now, the thing about Streets of Rage 3 is that game is like three hours long. Yeah. So imagine listening to this for three hours. It would be bad. Yeah. I'm not sure that it would be migraine-inducing. I think that it would <laughs> more so for me like hitting myself in the head with a controller because it... It was just mind-blowing to me that they kept going back to that same well over and over again. It's like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it was, weird. It's just like the like lower end of the the music like overpowers everything. Like this game has voice channels, like voice samples, like you never Tyrannosaurus, hear but the music is so loud that you just hear these Tyrannosaurus. Like it's hard to hear. Um, and it's it, there's a sound test in the menu. The only reason I was like I could make sense of the. The voice samples in this game was because of the sound test menu. But, yeah, the music is very bad in this one. All right, I think we talked about the music long enough to give yeah. them some, some taste of it. Comically um, bad, right? I'm sure maybe by now you've uh, finally gotten to the melodic <laughs> part of the song. Uh, the next point, Jordan, that I have, because the music was number one on my list as well. Next point that I have is, uh, we kind of touched on this, Power Rangers the movie? Yeah. Question mark? (laughs) I mean, it's definitely like it was just an excuse to make a licensed Power Rangers game. There was no reason that this needed to be connected to the movie or that it really was. Just make a a game with Ivan Ooze, who is basically Shredder, if we're being honest. (laughs) Which I guess, to be fair, and I I think this might have been something on the Wikipedia page, but like I think the Super Nintendo version also kind of did something where it was like, oh, we're going to put Ivan Ooze in a Power Rangers game. And call it Power Rangers. I feel like it even said like featuring Ivan Ooze. Oh, it did. That was like part of the subtitle. 
Yeah, Power Rangers the movie featuring Avenues. It's more like Power Rangers featuring Avenues. Yeah. Um, so th- I feel like there's something about the uh, licensed games where they kind of generally will take liberties with the property a little bit and sort of not really stay faithful to the source material in certain ways. Um, and I feel like that's this is a prime example of like, it's a Power Rangers the movie game, kind of. You know what's interesting, Dan? We talked about um, in our last episode in Super C, we talked about the like Capri Sun blob people, remember? And then yeah. this game had some Capri Sun blob. Actually, I think we said high C. You said high C. I said high C, and we were corrected <laughs> on the internet that it's actually Capri Sun yeah. who turns into Alex Mack and flies around yes. the bottom of the screen. This game had those also, the Ooze Men. Yes. Which actually ties into another thing that I really disliked about this game, and the yeah. fact that there are only two main enemies. You got the first yeah. half of the game, which features Ooze Men, and then after like the first two levels, the only non-mini boss or boss enemy is a putty patrol. Yeah. There are putty patrols for the rest of the game. You do get um, three mini bosses and like two actual bosses and that's it. There's like almost no variety at all. No enemy variety. And it's, yeah, it's very strange. So that's like two points that I have on what the game doesn't do well is one, just a lack of variety. Um, specifically like, yeah, there's two enemy, two like main just enemy types that you're commonly fighting in every level. And then the other point that kind of you're getting at a little bit is to me, and the probably the biggest problem with this game is the gameplay feels boring and repetitive. Um, like, even as you're saying that, I'm thinking about like the boss, we talked about this earlier, but the boss fights aren't any different than just yeah. fight, like they don't have any like patterns to learn. They don't have any like special kind of attacks that you have to avoid. It's all just hand to hand combat. Yeah. For the entire time, which is what the show was. It is being faithful to the show, I guess. But um, yeah, it's it's bizarre that there. You we went through an entire beat 'em up game. There were no motorcycle guys. Yeah. There were no flying enemies or anything. It was just at one point it does throw um, just exploding lava bombs all over the screen that you cannot avoid. <laughs> you, you have to kill like your forty putty men just like every other level, but. Um, now you also have to avoid the unavoidable lava bombs. Yeah, this is like a it's in. I mean, even in like Ninja Turtles two on the NES, like at least the levels you're like walking to the right, and then you're like going down, or like you're going up on the level a little bit. Like the levels kind of Z shaped. This level you're literally, or this game you're literally just walking to the right all the time. There's no variety to it. Um, it feels like just a boring version of Streets of Rage. You don't even get like, like in Ninja Turtles games, you can say, well, you're just fighting red foot soldiers and purple foot soldiers and black, like, but at least in that game, you have different color bad guys that are all just palette swaps in this game. It's like, no, I'm just fighting another gray putty man, fighting another purple ooze man. Yeah. And all the actually in the enemies in Ninja Turtles games do behave differently. All of these melee enemies were just like, we're going to try to punch you. Which leads into another one of my points that this game doesn't do well. And that's the only way to hurt your co-op partner is by throwing something into them. Yeah. And it's like the most effective attack in the game (laughs) because, (laughs) well, even if you're not aligned with your, like in some games, you know, if you throw something into your partner, they're going to get hurt. In this game, even if like you're on a lower level and you just like clip one pixel of your partner, boom, they're down and they're getting hurt. <laughs> and it's not like a quick recovery. It's like, okay, let me get standing back up and then yeah. get back into the battle. It's uh, That is very frustrating that there's team damage on the throws, even when you're not 
like on the same plane. It's just weird that like you can't punch your friend. You could just throw enemies into them. Like why? Like that's Very such a strange. weird thing. And it's like extra. I like the big sprites in this game. Like I like that you have bigger sprites. I don't think they're as good as the Super Nintendo sprites, but they are those nice, big, colorful sprites. Yeah. But since they take up a third of the screen, it's just so much that much easier to get hit by your and like you can't choose when you throw somebody. It's not like in some games where it's like I'm purposely initiating a throw. It's like I'm throwing this guy and I have no idea why I'm throwing <laughs> this guy. He's just being thrown. Yeah. You also there's like a special move too that you could do that takes away your health, like a classic beat 'em up special move. I didn't really use it. I used it but. frequently in the second half of the game once I realized that the game is pretty easy. You get three health bars um, per life, and we went through most of the game without dying. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to start using this special move, and it takes away, I don't know, about an eighth of your health bar maybe, but um, it was worth it when you have three health bars. So I just started spamming it, and then, <laughs> then I started dying. <laughs> Yeah, you have three health bars, and there's, like, five credits between the two of you. But occasionally, these, like, Power Ranger coins drop in the world, and they give you health or points or occasional extra credit. But I feel like but I feel like we got, like, three or four credits, but it didn't seem to give us extra credits. Yeah, who knows what a credit is? There was yeah. points. There, were, there was, like, actual just, like, health and then something called a credit, which you would think would be a continues, but I don't think that it actually gave us extra continues because we didn't die more than five times. Well, yeah, get well. I think you start with five credits or something, or maybe you start with less because maybe. we didn't die for a while, and maybe I don't know. And there's no like option in the options menu. You can only really set your uh, rank as uh, easy, normal, or hard. Yeah. So, or you can use the sound <laughs> test menu to listen to that sweet soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can listen to the sweet soundtrack and you can listen to the sound effects at the same time while the soundtrack is playing, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Jordan, I have the random level endings. Yeah, <laughs> that the game very bizarre. Well. Oh my goodness, I didn't. Even, you didn't even mention this. It's so weird. You'll just get to the end of a level and you're like, was that it? Like we're, we're, pun- we're punching a statue. Why? Are we, why is this statue here? Literally, why is this statue here? Like we're just okay. We're okay. The statue has no health left. It's not attacking us. There's fireballs falling from the sky. I think, but the, fi- the there's a statue. It's a golden statue with two health bars. You got to take down two whole health bars, and then as soon as you hit the last punch, then the level's over. Yeah. Um, you also have at the very first level, you're fighting a mini boss or a boss of some kind, and once you defeat them, then they come out and they throw fire at you. No, it's like you just get to the end of the level. Ivan Ooze appears, throws fire at you. Level's oh, over. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it, he <laughs> knocks you down with a fireball, and you're like, did we just lose? It's like, oh, no, that was the end of the level. Yeah. And we already mentioned the whole like getting bosses down to about 10 or 15% of their health <laughs> left and then the the boss fight just ends and they fly away and you're like what just happened? Like every time you finish a level you're confused about if you did something right, right or if you did something wrong. <laughs> it's just like literally so many times in this game it was like huh? What just Like levels over? Yeah. All right, and then like you know, you're fighting the final boss. We didn't have any continues left. You died. I'm fighting it by myself. It's and like he's got some cheap AI. He's like the dung beetle from Kirby, where he's like sliding around and grabbing you and like pile driving you, and taking way too much of your health. So I'm just like spamming like spin kicks or something. And then all of a sudden he like flies up in the air. It's like oh, okay, cool. Like what does? And then it's like top ten players today. Enter your initials. It's like. Okay. All right. I like guess what? That's, that's the end of the game. Yeah. It's like, is there going to be a cutscene? Like, okay, probably. 
And then you get like the best cutscene in the game where you're like actually fighting him up in the air in so, space. Yeah, in space before I get to Kamehameha. Very bizarre. But yeah, the uh, what a game. Yeah, it's this is the thing that I'll say about it. Uh, do you have anything else you have to say? Uh, no. Okay, I kind of no. have a closing thought. This is the thing. If you have a little kid who's into Power Rangers, this is actually kind of the perfect game because it is very easy. It's very simple. Um, you know, you're not going to miss out on anything if you don't manage to sit through the whole hour long of the game. Like it actually does kind of work for little kids. It's, <laughs> it's a very simple, very basic as far as the controls and the gameplay and everything. So like, I kind of understand the appeal to, in that aspect. You probably aren't going to want to sit down as an adult and play through the whole hour of this game because the payoff's not really there. There's nothing like where the gameplay changes in any way. But I can see, you know, it's a Power Rangers game. It was probably made for little kids. It's not super hard. So, yeah, I guess that we're probably not the target audience for this. I mean, maybe. I mean, so you're talking about a perfect game for a little kid. The beat-em-up that I, I just looked, I mentioned earlier, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle. I okay. played it on PS4. It's kind of similar where it's like, this is not a great beat-em-up, but that game actually has, like I think, some RPG elements to it where you're like leveling up your That's power That's every Rangers. little kid likes is RPG elements. So if you're going to get this game for a little kid, maybe just buy that one instead. <laughs> Going for this like Genesis version of this game. Um, but yeah, I think as a kid, like this game probably would have been fine. You didn't know any better. You're just Power Rangers like beating up it would have, yeah, like, it it would have been, been one of those like rare games that you could actually beat as a little kid. So there's yeah, that. I mean, whatever. Fine. Yeah, I mean, beating games is definitely overrated. I liked video games, and I never beat a single game when I was a little kid. But then again, Jordan, something like Turtles in Time or all those other games that were fun as kids. Those are way harder. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? maybe? Absolutely. Uh, okay. All right. Fine. Fine. But... I'm just saying there's like, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. All right? I think Dan, what you're trying to say is that power Rangers, the movie has supplanted hyperstone heist as your number one Sega Genesis game. <sighs> oh, it's up there. <laughs> it's uh, so the top Genesis beat em ups, hyperstone heist, power Rangers, the movie, the game. <laughs> we really need Streets to play of the rage too. <laughs> We really need to play the Punisher. That's what we're learning from this. Oh, goodness. All right, let's move on. Do I even dare ask what yeah, you sure. pay for you, the, yeah, you can the experience that you had with Power Rangers the movie on Sega Genesis? So this is the thing, Dan. I died two times in this game, I think. Yeah, I died two times in this game, 
which means if this was a arcade game, it would have cost me 50 cents to beat the whole game. Yeah. And I feel okay about that. Okay. I feel I feel okay about so that. So you're walking up to a Play Choice 10. Yeah. It's got Power Rangers the movie on the Genesis 1995. for some reason. Yes. Yeah. It's a modded Play Choice 10. <laughs> it plays Genesis games, kids. <laughs> Did Genesis never have, or did Sega never make anything that was they did. like a PlayStation? Yeah, they did have one. I don't remember what it was called, but they did have one. Okay. Uh, so 50 cents <laughs> is where you're at on this one? I, I'm just saying, like, it, it took me two lives to beat the game. That's 50 cents. An hour. It took so, us about an hour. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely would not stand in an arcade machine for an hour to play. <laughs> I would have moved yeah. on. I would have like been. It would have been one of those games where you just like leave a credit in the machine and like somebody else can come in. But Jordan, if it's Chuck E. Cheese and you got in your last token, though, you know what I'm saying? You got all right. Uh, yeah, you might you might play the whole if thing. If it's out. Chuck E. Cheese, and I'm on my last token. I'd spend a token on this. <laughs> yeah, you know, you might play this for half an hour on a single token at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There it is. How about you? What would you pay for the experience of this, Ted? Well, as I'm tuning into my gut here, I knew what I was getting myself into. The last time I played this game... This isn't even the best Power Rangers the movie the game that you own. I know, right? (laughs) I remember like picking this game up probably 2008-ish or something like that off the like nostalgia of power rangers the movie or something and it was like oh it's a beat em up or something and i remember like thinking the game was fine back then and then yeah, it's fine i wanted to say like a year and a half ago or something i like put this in playing some random retro games one day and i was like this is not a good beat up this is just a boring repetitive not that exciting beat up yeah so i knew what i was getting myself into today where i was like this is not this is gonna be this is gonna be a video game. It is. Supposedly. It's it, this is the thing. It's not bad. It's not no, bad. No. But in 2021, you have an infinite number of beat 'em up games if that's what you want to play. Here's the thing, Jordan. It's like bad pizza. It's still pizza. I mean, yeah. it's still beat 'em up. It's still fine. You'll still probably, if you don't have any choice, you'll probably still eat bad pizza. That's the thing. This isn't a hot. <laughs> this isn't a hot and ready, you guys. This is a. This is a Tony's or a Totino's one dollar, <laughs> what one dollar frozen pizza? Oh man! You know sometimes they go on sale and you can get five for four dollars. I like how your standard is hot and ready. Like that's like super high quality. No 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 pizza. no no. <laughs> you were talking about bad pizza, and I'm saying that this isn't a okay. hot and ready, which is fair enough. A lot of people's definition of I'm perfectly fine with a hot. A high ready. quality, low quality pizza. Is I would hot and way rather eat a hot and ready than. That just Chicago style lasagna that people call a pizza. Okay, <laughs> so I, I would I would rather eat a Tony's or Totino's oh, four for five dollar frozen pizza from <laughs> from Walmart. But yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to let them know this is like Slightly. one of those like Marie Callender microwave pizzas. Okay, <laughs> some of the bagel bites that are still cold in the middle and hot on the outside, you can't quite get them right from microwaving. No, them. <laughs> see, this isn't that bad. This isn't this isn't one of those. The like, bread is a little too tough. Your, your so pizza pizza's roll. smearing everywhere. It's either frozen or it's burning your mouth. <laughs> Somehow both at the same time. This isn't on that level. This is above that. <laughs> This is like when you're in public, 
if you were if you were like me, you were a public school kid from the the 90s, you know all about like um, French bread pizza day where it was frozen in the <laughs> middle and lava on the outside. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> oh man, oh goodness. Uh, anyways, back to my gut. <laughs> You've been talking about your gut the whole time. It's pizza. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's my heart, not my gut. <laughs> three dollars. No, three bucks whatever. on this one, you man. Can spend your three dollars, whatever. You do you. <laughs> All right. What's it selling for? Um, uh, I want to hear your logic on this one. This is the thing. This is the thing. There's so <laughs> many Power Rangers games. It's not like it's not like today where it's like, oh man, they haven't made a Ninja Turtles game in so long or yeah. whatever. It's like, you no, know, they've been cranking out Power Rangers games. They've been pr- cranking out Power Rangers series and movies and all this stuff. So I just don't know that there's like a lot of like we have to go back on this one. But need I remind you, the I checked currently the Super Nintendo version $44 when I checked oh earlier my today. Oh gosh, you've got to be kidding me. So uh, okay, with that in mind, knowing this is the inferior version on an inferior console, I'm going to have to say Whoa. this is going for $17. 15 All right. Great great guess, Jordan. Thank you. Great thank guess. You. Well, it helped that you told me I would have never, ever guessed that high if you hadn't told me what the Super Nintendo <laughs> version was going. Oh, really? I was about to drop in a single digit. Oh, man. Yeah. So what do you think the pal tax is on this one then? Pal tax. Um, oh my goodness. Do they care about now, Power for Rangers what it's worth, the PAL region? Super Nintendo version, I think, of the PAL. Uh, PAL Super Nintendo version, 20 bucks. Oh, see, that's okay. That helps because I don't, I'm guessing they don't care about Power Rangers in the rest of the world. It has to be like a purely American thing, right? Where we like, we took a Japanese show and like overdubbed it and put our own yeah okay i'm gonna say um eleven dollars now jordan what if i told you that the mega drive version was more expensive than the super nintendo version for the pal region dang it uh (laughs) you tricked me what is it it's 21 okay so it's not like crazy no but still too much the worst version is more expensive (laughs) than the decent version uh i think we gotta call this one worthless jordan oh yeah i mean again if you have a little kid who's super into power rangers sure 15 bucks what i mean what's 15 bucks when you're you know trying to entertain a kid for an hour but no in any other scenario just no i would say pick up that one on the modern console i think it at least might have like four players possibly um and i think it's equally as uninspiring i think the levels on it are like super long like they're like beat-em-up levels that are twice as long as they should be so maybe look at that. Sure, look at that. I don't know if it's for Switch, but I played it on PS4. I bought it against my better judgment. I was like, I just want this. And I was like, I, mean, I shouldn't have paid full price for this. Uh, moving on, Jordan, do we have any trivia today? No, we don't have any trivia today. We do, uh, we do have a bounty, though, this month, Jordan. Hey, so it is still July as we're recording this, so we don't have a winner yet for our $20 Nintendo eShop giveaway from Julami, um, but it is now August. It's uh, Anna, 
what did we say? It's our Augiversary. Augiversary, our or anniversary. Anniversarygist, if you prefer, whichever one makes you want to puke a little more. And so we want to do we want to do you one better. We want to do you one better. This month we are giving away a thirty five dollar Nintendo eShop code. Mm-hmm. Think of all the things you could buy with that. So many yeah. things. Think of all the logic. Now we it's our third. Augiversary, anniversary. Yeah. So you'd think you think thirty dollars would be good, right? Yeah. But Nintendo is like, all right, we're gonna make ten dollar denomination, twenty dollars, thirty five and fifty. Like you why know, they what? couldn't decide between a forty and a thirty, so they just split the difference. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's the Luigi card too. Uh, I think Princess Peach is on the thirty five. Oh, okay. Luigi's on the ten. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, shows what I know. Um, Not so much. You, you can you know about berries though. I do know a lot about berries. This is the thing, people. <laughs> if you are like, man, I could use $35. Think of all the games I could buy and play. Yeah. Well, it could be yours. All you have to do is send us a direct message with uh, what you think our worst opinion that we ever had was. If you've yeah. been listening to the show for a while or maybe this is your first episode, what do you think the worst opinion that we ever had was? You're going to send us a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find us at W-I-O-W podcast. You can also send us an email at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. You can also send Dan or myself a direct message on Discord. Remember, you can earn bonus entries every month by just participating on Discord. Just go in there and chat about random things and you'll rake up uh, a few extra bonus entries. You cannot yep. actually um, cash those in unless you submit an actual bounty entry. So make sure you do that. And all you have to do this month is just tell us when we were wrong. Yeah. Th- th- I mean, it doesn't have to be like the worst opinion that we've ever had, but just let us know some of the times that we said something that you disagreed with violently disagreed with yeah this is a good opportunity when we call high c capri suns or capri suns high c or when jordan didn't finish final fantasy 7 exactly yeah so instead of <laughs> you know instead of leaving us a one star review because you thought that i should have liked final fantasy 7 more you can just let us know and you could actually win 35 dollars instead of <laughs> causing us a bunch of heartache <laughs> And of course, we mentioned Discord a lot, Jordan. Uh, the the invite link, and of course, the bounty rules as well are in the podcast des- podcast description. So, also, I think they're pinned on Instagram. Yeah, there's well. a so there's a link on there. Our Discord invite link. You're like, how do I do that? It's just there. Yes, the if you click the link in our social media descriptions, it'll take you to a little link tree thing that has yes. links to everything you could ever want from us and yeah. more. Or everything you ever don't want to. That's Just true. All of the block these. That's true. Maybe our worst opinion was thinking that you care. <laughs> And you could just let us know, hey guys, I don't care. I don't I I don't even listen to your show. At which the worst point, opinion comes out every other week on Tuesdays. Yeah, every other week on Tuesdays we have some bad opinions, and that's fine. Because art is subjective and video games are art. <laughs> or what about podcasts? Podcasts are <laughs> Um, <laughs> journalism. This is fine art? journalism. Is it art though? We're gonna get a is Pulitzer. I don't know. We'll have to. Uh, maybe you know we're setting our sights too low. I think that this could be Nobel Peace Prize worthy. Maybe we can set a new record for a uh, the purchase price of a rare video game, which is graded very highly. You know, if this podcast does what we set out to do, it would drive down the prices of some of these games. If I see Power Rangers, the movie for Sega Genesis spike after this, we're just going to wrap it up. We're going to end it. <laughs> we're just going to call it a day at three years. Say we had a good run. Oh, man. Speaking of three years and our anniversary, Dan, what's coming up next for us? Jordan, another game that is so special. 
to my heart and I've been, we've been needing it for a long time. You've, yeah, this is one that you've been waiting to do for a long time. I actually literally, I think I have like an Evernote with notes on this one from like two years ago. Wow. Maybe like one, maybe 2018. I remember we were going out to dinner, like a double dinner date thing. And I remember like putting together notes in the car, like in case we had time to record a <laughs> podcast afterwards, because that was just you like a different, up. a different time in our lives where it's like, maybe we can record a podcast tonight. It was like, yeah, we don't need a plan. Let's just do a podcast. Those were the days, <laughs> man. Uh, NHL hits 2002. All right. Jordan. Now listen, don't check out because Dan just said a hockey game. I want you guys to just, just to show up. And just to listen and to have an open mind, okay? A hockey game? Why are they doing a hockey game? Because it's the single greatest hockey franchise of all time. The Detroit Red Wings. Oh, you're talking about video game. Um, It is one of the greatest arcade sports games ever made. I think. I haven't played it in a while. Maybe I'll hate it and I'll break Dan's heart next week, which would be worth tuning in for anyway not next week two weeks sorry didn't mean to get your hopes up i love nhl hits so for our for our anniversary guests we're gonna dig into that old chestnut jordan do you have anything else before we wrap up the show with our music segment i think that's gonna do it if um if you are just looking for some really riveting reading today you know you can go check out the power rangers wikipedia page okay (laughs) and then dig into all of the many many facets and and branches of that universe it's just it's intriguing and it goes so much deeper than you'd ever expect or want it to or if you're looking for an extraordinarily boring long play i'm sure you can watch this game on youtube oh my goodness can you imagine somebody doing like a, a no death run in this game yes i absolutely can yeah, no, it wouldn't even be that hard. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> never mind. That's just a normal run of this game. Really, if you never hit the A button, you shouldn't have any problem doing that. Okay, yeah. never mind. We'll see you guys next time. We do have a song. Do we get, yes, show. we have a song. Now, a nice. Oh, this would be a good yeah. one to, to um, if you if you need to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's very calming. If you're not asleep already from <laughs> this podcast, uh, we got we got ourselves now one of the top episodes, Jordan. Um, of our podcast is Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 shot up the charts. So, in honor of that, we have a, a cover of the Pokemon Center song by T Lopes. It's a lo-fi Ooh. cover of Pokemon Center. It's pretty good. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, everyone. We will see you in two weeks. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>